Praise the Lord. Well, let's look today at your prayers alone. Hallelujah. I know a lot of people think, you know, that, you know, if you just get enough people to pray, then it'll work out. You know, you don't find that in the scriptures. It's kind of like we're going to gang up on God. We need majority or something. You don't need a majority of people to move God. It's just you. You can simply take God's promises and pray yourself and it'll work. So let's take a look at this. Let's start here at Mark 11. And in Mark 11, let's start over here at verse 24. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Wow. Well, then who needs to get involved here? Just you. The understood you is guess who? You. <laughs> he didn't say get enough of y'all together. No, because it takes one person to do this. So let's back up again. What things soever you desire. First off, let's get something to pray about. And that shouldn't be hard. We're in this world and there's all kind of things going wrong. All kind of things are out there trying to hurt us. And we've got help here. Praise the Lord. Now, you may not be hurting or nothing. You may just need something. Uh, want something. It doesn't matter because look what he says. What things soever you desire when you pray. You know, I just, you know, you do yourself a favor if you quit putting limits on everything. And why is it that you always, when it's time to prayer, put a limit on it? That should tell you right there that someone else is interfering with your prayer life. It's not God because he already said what things serve you desire when you pray, okay? So it's not God. So somebody else, there's some other feeling, there's some other uh, force out there that is telling your mind, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Well, why didn't Jesus lead up to that in Mark chapter 11? And he'd say, well, now look, this, sometimes this don't work, sometimes it does. You know, you got to be careful here, you know, blah, 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 on and on and on. Like silly things like careful what you ask for. Jesus never prefaced it with that. He never said anything like that. You're talking about your heavenly father here. Can you look outside and see the wonders of this earth? God created everything. You mean there's something beyond this universe that you want? <laughs> well, you're welcome to it. But I mean, my goodness, I think your God's big enough to get it to you. Okay, so what things soever you desire when you pray. Have something you desire. Well, okay, I got something in mind. Okay. All right, great. Now notice the next part. When you pray. He didn't say when the sky is, is high noon or when you feel like crying someday or when you're real bad sick or whatever. No, he said when you pray. Then what did he say do? Believe you receive them. Uh-oh. Now, how are you going to believe you receive something from God if you don't think he'll get it to you? See, this is why you come back and you go, well, wait a minute. What did Jesus say? What things soever you desire. See, saints, it's okay to get something that you desire from God. Do you not think it was okay to get something you desired from your parents when you were growing up? Some of us, we still get things from our parents. <laughs> Once they find out, we desire it. I mean, are you kidding me? That's the reason why you have the word like. I like this. You don't like this. I like this. And you like this. Someone else doesn't like it. It's different things we all like. So let's go back and let's say Mark 11, 24. What things soever you like, you know, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. See, when you're praying, whether you want to see yourself on your knees, I don't have time to get on my knees uh, many times. I need to ask the Lord something immediately and I don't have time to stop my car and get on my knees. It's okay. The Bible says that Jesus looked up into heaven. He didn't always get on his knees. 
you know, we only have one place where we recognize that he knelt, and that was before we went to the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane. He prayed. But anyway, let's get back to this. What things serve you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. So when you pray, let's just say it was 1 o'clock. Let's just say it's right now. While I'm sitting here preaching and sharing the Word of God, right at this moment, when you pray about something, at that moment, you need to believe what? Oh, believe there's a God. I'm good at that. Well, that's not what he said believe here. He didn't say anything about believing there was a God. See, fact of the business is, you wouldn't even be praying if you didn't believe there was a God. So you're doing good at that. I am too. What we're not doing so good at is what he said here. Believe you receive them. Oh my goodness. And that takes, <laughs> that takes some doing on your part. You've got to actually believe that God woke up this morning. And not only did he wake up, but <laughs> he knows what you want. And he welcomes you into that throne room or into his life, shall we say. And he's listening to you and he will give you what you ask for. So Mark eleven twenty four. what things soever you desire, when you pray or when you are praying, believe you receive them. He didn't say he believes that God will figure it out and decide whether or not you want it. Nope. Uh-uh. He already told you to pick it out. Next thing he told you to do was believe that God picked it out and gave it to you. Oh my goodness. Where are you on that one? So when you pray for whatever it is, you're asking for blank, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, amen. You're supposed to see that at that moment, you got it. So how are you doing on that? Well, I've never heard of that. Well, then you've never heard of Mark eleven twenty four. You've never looked at seeing what your part is that you're supposed to do. What is your part? Well, first thing we say, we see is what things soever. You got to come up with a what things soever. And that should be anything because that's what he said. And then he said, when you pray, believe you receive them. Now look at that last part. And you shall have them. Wow. Let's go to Matthew chapter 21. Look at verse 21. Matthew 21 and verse 21. He said, in all things you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now that's the same thing, isn't it? It sure is. We already believe there's a God, and that's not what he said. The book of James, James was actually the Lord's brother. He says the devils believe that, you know, and tremble. Just saying you believe there's a God is not anything. It's believing that Jesus will do what you ask is another thing. Praise God. You know, I'm reminded of a story when uh, James and John, they came with their mother one time to Jesus, and they said, Lord, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. And you know what? Jesus said, what is it you want me to do? Isn't that something? He didn't say, well, now, whoa, 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 we've gone too far here. You're treating me like a Santa Claus. And No. He said, what is it you want me to do? Well, you know what their request was? Their mother's request, too. They said, hey, Lord, when you come into your kingdom, grant that my two sons will sit on your left hand and your right. You know what Jesus' response was even then? He said, are you able to drink the cup wherewith I drink? In other words, Jesus was going to the cross, and he was asking them, well, can you guys go to the cross just like I do? You know what their answer was? They said yes. Well, we all know that they denied him, but let's get back to the point here. Jesus still, on the second answer, he still did not say, I can't do this. You can forget asking for things. I mean, think of what they asked. The other disciples got mad at him. 
because <laughs> these disciples said, yeah, we want to be, we want to do it on your left hand and your right hand. I don't care too much about Peter and uh, uh, Thaddeus and the rest of the disciples or whatever. We want to be on your left and right. Oh, man. But think about Jesus. He said, are you able? And they said, yeah. Well, anyway, he did go on to say, if you remember that story, he went on to say to give seats on my left and right are not mine to give, but they're appointed by the Father. Well, the truth of it is, when Jesus rose from the dead, we find in Ephesians chapter 2 that we are all seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. James and John ultimately got it anyway. Praise the Lord. And you've got it too. You know, when you start realizing this, when you have something you need to pray about, all you need to do is just lean over. You ever been to a football game with a friend or maybe you're talking about your spouse, your wife, your husband or whatever? All you need to do is what? Hey, honey, I need, and there you go. You wouldn't dare say, hey, honey, knowing that, well, they ain't ever going to get nothing from me. You know them. They will, too. Hey, would you do this? Hey, would you do that? I mean, it's not like, well, let me get on my knees. Let me start begging. Let me start crying. Let me. You don't do that with a close friend. Mm-mm. Wow. Anyway, so Matthew 21, 21. In all things you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Hallelujah. Well, I think we're getting somewhere, aren't we? Yeah, praise the Lord. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7 since we're there. Matthew chapter 7, look at verse 7. We're close by, that is. Matthew 7, verse 7. Look at the first word, ask. Isn't that something? So Jesus, we just say, he just walks in the room and he just says, ask. I mean, I think we need to get this. No wonder we're having trouble telling people that Jesus is our Lord and that why we believe in Jesus. I mean, you can't just roll it all up for Christmas. I mean, Christmas comes and goes. And you've got to have more reason to tell them why Jesus is so important in your life. But look at Matthew 7, verse 7, that first word, ask. And then guess what the next word is, and. So see, something's going to happen, isn't it? Ask and what? And you shall receive. Well, I'm not sure if that's what he's talking about. Well, let's just keep reading. Seek and you shall find. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Well, okay, three times the charm then. Look at the rest of it. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Well, I think he's talking about some spiritual. Well, let's read the next verse, verse 8. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. I mean, come on. Are we going to do this? Or are we just going to wrap it up and say, yeah, I remember Jesus said that one time. Man, I'm telling you what, we all need to be doing this. We all need to be doing this. Is it any wonder, you know, we're still having trouble down here when bad things happen to us? We just give up. Nobody's praying. Nobody's asking, God, get me out. You know what? You do yourself a favor if you go back and you read the book of Psalms. And don't just read it and put yourself a little star on yourself. Say, I read it. I'll never read it again. No. The book of Psalms is actually a book of prayers. It's not guitar picking. There's no music in there whatsoever. It's only lyrics, if you want to call it that. But it's prayers. You even look at Psalm 72 and go look at that. And the very last verse says, The prayers of King David, the son of Jesse, are ended. <laughs> it's a prayer. The 23rd Psalm is a prayer. Psalm 91 is a prayer. Praise God. Psalm 3 is a prayer. My God. Psalm 4 is a prayer. Go through, pick one out, and read. I'm telling you, when they said those things, they believed they received when they prayed. David would say, where are you? <laughs> no, I need you now. Where are you? <laughs> and we should expect the Lord to. 